From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplug Roundtable Discussion for the week of December 5th, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Corey Martin, Julie Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Dustin West back on the controls. In this week's show, Corey Martin has his latest Drink Around the World segment. Uh, this week, he's going to talk about downtown Disney. Uh, Kathy Whirling and Teresa Eccles have their latest 101 segment, this week focusing on Liberty Square and Frontierland. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, this is the last show we do before Podcast Cruise 3.0. 4.0. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Back in time. Wow. Just attack me. 4.0. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Apparently and, you've never been attacked yeah. <laughs> And that's a drop And uh, John sounded rather angelic when he said that yeah, there you go. Just to let everybody know what our schedule is Of course this show goes up uh, December 5th And uh, we have another show that we're pre-recording That will go up uh, December 12th While we're on the cruise December 19th our podcast cruise show will go up. You do not want to miss that show as we are going to be announcing a couple of very exciting new projects on uh, uh, on that show. So December 19th, that goes up. And then we take a couple of weeks off as we do every year. And our next show comes back to you January 3rd. I'm not going to make these guys come in on January 1st and record. So we're going to record uh, January 2nd. January 3rd, that show will go up. So just letting everybody know what the schedule is. we got a lot of great stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. You're, not, you're really not going to want to miss it. So, um, With that said, what do we have for housekeeping? I have a couple things. My first one is I want to say happy birthday, Pete. Yay. Your birthday's Yay. this week. Happy birthday. Yay. Yep. You're going on a cruise. <laughs> right. For your birthday. With 300 yeah. of your closest friends. Yeah, and I actually, it's funny. I talked to my mom uh, today, and... Uh, uh, because uh, actually, my birthday's Thursday, and we've got the press event for the opening of Fantasyland, so we'll be busy doing that. And uh, Mom's birthday, of course, is December tenth, which is while we're on, on the, the cruise. cruise. And she says, she said to me today, "I want to sell us to celebrate our birthday together alone. <laughs> <laughs> no one else around, no thing, no big thing, just you and I." I said, "You got it. You got it." I can so relate to that. Yeah, I can so relate to that. Well, she gets no one-on-one time with me anymore. It's like there's always there's always people around. Yeah, that's not John's reason. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I always seem like Madeline. I hate, I hate people. I do. That's one. Um, we got a couple of boxes of stuff, and I apologize. We should have had that ready to talk about. But my second housekeeping is um, people have been so sweet and so nice to send us stuff for the podcast team. I'm going to ask that you please do not send food. We're going to be away for a couple weeks. Um, I don't get to that mailbox a lot. And if food sits in there, we just can't. It so smells. just pause then. Just take a pause don't break stop. with sending food. Right. Don't, don't stop. stop. Just pause. No. <laughs> instead of food, cash. Cash is always good. Always or scratch off lottery tickets. Scratch off lottery tickets. Uh, items from Tiffany's do not spoil. Exactly. They're but not I want, perishable. I want to let everybody know we really appreciate when you do send us stuff. It is you nice. think about us. But please, 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 no food. 
in one of our boxes, I apologize, I didn't open, I didn't read the whole letter, be what we were going to do it, but someone has sent us a flag that was flown on um, a U.S. mission. Oh, wow. wow. Would you like me to go grab it from the it's box? Right you, yeah. okay. you, I can get letter. up easily. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. It's right here behind us. It's someone has sent us an American flag that was used in a U.S. mission. Isn't that nice? It's very nice. There's two letters. One in that big box, too, Julie. If you want to grab that, this is from uh, this is from Kate. Kate uh, is Royal Kate on the boards, but she doesn't post much. And she said, "My name is Kate, and at the moment, I live in the Great Aloha State, Hawaii. You see, I haven't always lived here. I've called Illinois, Missouri, Flor- and Florida my home, just to name a few. My husband and I do not have a." Uh, bad case of wanderlust, but we are very lucky to live this life because my husband is in the United States Navy. For me, it all started at the Magic Kingdom where my husband proposed. I think I caught the Disney bug on our first few trips to the world together, but this sealed the deal. We were to be married and and forever called Disney World part of our story. Luckily, the first year we were married, we were stationed close to Disney, which resulted in many impromptu trips. It wasn't hard for either of us to be coaxed into going back into a Go back for a quick week at oh my goodness. Go back for a quick weekend getaway. I apologize, Kate. My husband's next set of orders brought us here to Hawaii, and shortly after we arrived, and by shortly I mean three weeks, my husband left on his first deployment. To get by, I began exploring the island and dreaming of the day when we would return. Then I had an idea. We both missed Disney so much. We could plan a trip to the world for the Christmas following his return. That's when it happened. While researching information for our trip, I found the Diz and the Diz boards. From the day I downloaded my first podcast, I was hooked. For the next months, I would take walks around the base, uh, take in the beautiful Hawaiian scenery, listen to the podcast, and dream of the day my husband and I would return for our next Disney adventure. I would not be exaggerating if I said that the podcast brightened many dark days during his first deployment. A few years later... He is currently deployed again to a location half a world away, and still the podcast keeps me going. Every morning on my way to work, I listen to you, your stories, your reviews, your rants, and for 30 minutes, I forget about work, deployment, and being thousands of of miles away from my family. I just get to listen to my favorite podcast. As a thank you for all you do and give to so many people around the world, I have enclosed a flag. The flag I have sent you was flown by my husband on a mission during his current deployment. Thank you for everything you do, and God bless the United States. With warm aloha, Kate. Wow. Fantastic. Wow. Wow. We'll have to get a flag frame for this. Yeah, yeah, we do. And uh, Kate, to you and your husband, thank you both for your service. And everyone in the service. And everyone in the service. And, you know, we... uh, uh, we, you know, I, I think everyone thinks, you know, all the time about the, the the folks who are actually deployed, and as well they should. Don't forget the folks they leave behind when they are deployed: the families, the wives, the husbands, the children. Uh, they sacrifice also. They sacrifice too, and they're in service uh, to our country as well. And that's a beautiful gift that will have a place of uh, honor here in the studio. Uh, Kate, thank you very much for that. And please send our best wishes for a uh, safe and speedy return to your husband. We'll leave the other box. For Ka- or to read, to read. Okay. Oh, to actually, do that. I, I apologize. My <laughs> mistake. <laughs> she wrote a lot. This is Kaylee. Kaylee Spedding. Boil it down to the stuff that's for me. Um, <laughs> Just tell me what's mine. I can take. Actually, nothing on here says that something is specifically for you. Oh. But the boa, sorry guys, is going to Finley. <laughs> it's okay. a purple boa in the box. <laughs> oh, it was for her. <laughs> oh. Oh. And a car for Ferris. Um, there's candy and soups that are locally made, a beeswax candle, and um, 
lastly, you all smell. Oh, oh, okay. You all, we all smell? No, no, no. you all smell. I guess it's called moose butt and troll. There's some soaps. soaps in the There's some soaps. Okay, so those are interesting. And where is um, where is she from? Connecticut. And no matter what she She's says in that UConn. letter, I'm assuming because it says UConn fan. No matter what that. she says in that letter, there was not a Toblerone bar in that box. Okay. <laughs> I don't care how much <laughs> University she says. I believe so. And she sent you a personal card, Pete. I put it over there for you. But oh, okay. I was just going to read a little bit of what she said to us. Um, she says, of course, there aren't words that can adequately express my gratitude for all that you do. I know. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she says, let me trudge through the sap. She actually wrote blah, yes. blah, blah. I love it. <laughs> let me trudge through the sap. I know all the stalkers say this, but I feel like you are some of my closest friends. Quite honestly, I've been trying to figure out how to invite you to my wedding without coming across as batty. Because, well, what's a wedding without good friends? I've been making a list of all the things you love as a means of bribery. I've even included a detailed inventory so, they, so that we know just how much she loves us. Could we mention Louis Vuitton? <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is often the best part of my day. I think you are the only people I actually like. I merely tolerate the rest of the people in my life. I love her. She's like becoming she my has, favorite person. In parentheses, Q John's harp music. It helps that I can turn you off if you're bugging the crap out of me. I'm sure, that made for an interesting Thanksgiving dinner. She's walking around with her headphones yeah. on. She says, added bonus, I can put you on my headphones and ignore people, and it's totally socially acceptable. <laughs> Your honest commentary on life keeps me grounded and reminds me of what really matters in life. Um, withdraw love and affection when I want something and pretty leather bags <laughs> are greater than paying bills. Most importantly, though, your Disney knowledge and stories take me home to my happy place when reality hits. Grad school is kicking my butt, but you all are the perfect escape. If I don't graduate, at least I know a lot about Disney. Useful, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew it was, actually? So, she just wants to say thank you and that meeting one of, meeting all of us was the highlight of 2012 for her, her and hopefully 2013 will bring more Diz meets and many more rants and the ousting of the cleaning lady for you, Pete. Okay. <laughs> I actually want to go to and the wedding. And she, she crossed out because it says warmest wishes for a happy holiday season. She crossed out holiday season and wrote Christmas. So, thanks, Kaylee. <laughs> and she also sent me a, a really sweet birthday card. Uh, oh, okay. I, I know you don't like to acknowledge your birthday, but oh well. Thank you for all you do and for the wonderful community you have made. Have an amazing birthday and enjoy the cruise. That's very sweet. And her card nice. is from Give Kids the World. Very nice. Awesome. So when's her wedding? Oh, it doesn't say. <laughs> You're going to invite us to the wedding? Invite us. We're the only people you like. Yeah. She doesn't even say when it is. So doesn't how, even say how are we supposed to get is. there? We give really? gifts, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. We give great gifts. I'll give you away. <laughs> well, actually, I'll probably sell you. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate. That's very sweet, Kaylee. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you to Kate for the flag. Yes. Very nice. Um, I have a couple things in housekeeping. First of all, Want to make sure you can follow the Diz Unplugged on Twitter, as well as the Diz, as well as Corey, John, Kevin, myself, Sean, Dustin, all of us on Twitter. Links to all of those. Not Julie. Julie I'm not Twittering. Julie's Sorry, not people. tweeting. But we have we have uh, links to all that on the show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com, where you'll find information on this and every show that we do, including links to the topics that we discuss and uh, not the least of which being the videos, which have been going up fast and furious. <laughs> um, I think I counted, we put 16 videos up in November, 
And I think, how much did we put up yesterday, Dustin? I mean, we put up... Uh, it was uh, eight videos plus three. Three, yeah. So we put like 11 videos. Well, that would be 11. In the last... <laughs> you got to take your shoes off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to count. My gazintas. Dustin had to like hold his, hold his <laughs> He did his gazintas. If you follow the Diz on Twitter, you'll get notified the second a video goes up. Well, more importantly, if you subscribe to the Diz YouTube channel, you'll get notified every time a video there goes go. up as well. And I'd really rather you subscribe yeah. to the YouTube channel <laughs> and uh, put up a lot of stuff. Uh, we have the uh, POV, a point of view video of the new test track just went up and is doing gangbusters. We have all the storytellers, all the holiday storytellers around uh, World Showcase um, video of each one of those. It's the full video of each story. I know someone told. who's going to be excited about that. And uh, who? Travis. Oh, okay. I sent a request. Yeah. Um, we have we have all that up, plus the rest of the holiday. Uh, Justin did a, a fantastic uh, overview of the holidays at Walt Disney World, kind of uh, mixing and matching uh, the parks and uh, the resorts. So we've just got a lot of stuff going up. Of course, uh, Tom Bell's uh, videos that he shot, the Christmas videos he shot out at uh, Disneyland, California Adventure. So go check that out on our YouTube channel. You'll find links to that as well on the show notes page. And uh, please be sure to subscribe if you like our videos, like I said, you'll get notified every time a new video goes up. And the way we've been working, Dustin. The number one video in the world is Gangnam Style. Do Gangnam you think so. we can get Dustin to dance? I think we should. I think Ferris we should knows have, how to do it. I think we should have <laughs> Dustin do Gangnam Style. No, thanks. If you want to see Dustin do like in front of Spaceship Earth. Just do it around Disney, yeah. If you want to see Dustin do Gangnam Style. Ooh, pretty lady. All around Disney World. How many Twitter followers do we have? On the Diz Unplugged, Diz Unplugged Twitter account. Uh, do, 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 we should do. set a goal, and when we reach it, he has to do something. He can like come that. out of the horse stable over at Fort Wilderness. We have 6,597. <laughs> when we reach 10,000 10, followers on the Diz Unplugged Twitter account, Dustin will dance around Walt Disney World. In front of Bibbidi Bobbidi Boobie. The funny thing is, I think I could probably pull it off. Oh, I bet oh you it's could. an easy dance. If you don't know, I can teach you. Okay. okay, that should be videoed. So ready. <laughs> it will all be videotaped. You know what? I've been pulling it off. Huh? Oh. <laughs> I have a housekeeping before you move on. Okay, I, lo- I'm just, I have to point this out. I'm looking at the Diz Unplugged Twitter page, and you know how it says, you know, similar to the Diz Unplugged? Eric Cantor at GOP Leader. <laughs> what Eric Cantor has to do with our show, I'm not sure. I could not think of a person less affiliated with this show than the house. Uh, the house. Well, he's not the majority. Is he? He's house. No, he's yeah. He's house majority leader now. Yeah, he's house majority leader. Or is he the whip? I have no idea. I know we're going to get political emails yeah. that tell us they hate political talk. Well, it's not. I'm not commenting. I'm just saying that you know. They say that we're the same. It could be Barney Frank. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. I couldn't think of anybody less affiliated with this show than a political than, than someone in the, yeah. in Congress or in the Senate. Um, but I just thought that was funny. That you know, maybe that's he's one a of Disney the, fan, and that's why it's connected. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But I'm sorry. What else do we have? I have one. I'm going to do a little sales pitch for a second. Sure. Uh, Our Germany trip is two-thirds sold. And I did some research this morning. If you're interested in going to Germany with ABD, the trip closest to ours is a full $1,000 more. Per person. Per person. Hmm. Wow. We're going September 20th through the 28th, and we have about a third of our spaces left. 
However, if you don't want to travel with the Diz and you wanted to go to Germany anyway, there's a trip the 15th through the 23rd, and that is $1,000 more, a full $1,000 higher in price than our trip. Wow. So if you're interested in going, the time is now. Could, because after this cruise, I just want you all to know, I'm coming for you. Get your credit cards out. All right. Anything else? All right, let's turn it over to Johnny with the news. All right, our first news story. Woman sues Walt Disney World over Jungle Cruise ride injury. A woman has filed a lawsuit against Walt Disney World alleging she was injured on the Jungle Cruise ride while visiting the Magic Kingdom for her daughter's sixth birthday party. In the suit filed in Orange County, Stacey Holdorf says she was attempting to disembark the Jungle Cruise ride on January 8th when another boat full of passengers rammed into the back of her boat causing her to be thrown backward. Her daughter, Tiffany, slammed into her father's chest. A Disney cast member was also injured, the suit says. Holdorf, 41, was taken to the hospital and as a result of neck and spinal injuries has been unable to work in her field as a licensed medical esthetician, said her attorney. During a news conference... She gives facials in hospitals? I was waiting for someone to catch on to that. She's a licensed medical... She makes up dead people, I bet. She might. might. She might. That might be what it is. She can't sit or stand for extended periods of time and can't carry heavy weight. Uh, She said the accident left a frightening impression on her daughter as well. Uh, The suit filed Friday seeks damages in excess of $15,000, but her attorney said treatment for her injuries will cost, quote, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um... And then Disney uh, spokesperson is recorded as we will, is is quoted as saying, uh, "We will respond to the lawsuit as is appropriate in court." Hmm. If you're hurt, that sounds to me like a legitimate complaint. Yeah, if, if you're, you're hurt yeah. in yeah. that manner, absolutely. And it was because that boat rammed in. Right. Yeah. I don't care what boat ride you're on at Walt Disney World. I don't, even if it's Small World, they you know when they bump. stop and that boat behind you comes Smashes bumping, you. Even, you're sitting down. That's one thing. Right. But. Even pirates. I yeah. was getting on to um, It's a Small World one time. I had gotten my mother situated in her wheelchair, and I was going on, and they let the boat release. Hmm. Luckily, I grabbed the seat and was able to get yeah. into the boat, but I'm always afraid of that. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to let somebody's not paying attention. Yeah. And they're going to let that go. Um, this to me sounds legitimate. Yeah. It's just, it's unfortunate that it happened. I feel bad for her. Yeah. So do I. Agreed. This doesn't sound frivolous. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Tigger touched me kind of thing. And especially, you know, if whatever kind of esthetician she might be, you're on your feet a lot. Yes. You're on your feet a lot and you're bent over. And hunched in a weird way. So, yeah. How many of us have bad backs here? Exactly. Oh, yeah. And you know exactly what it's like to have oh, yeah. a back problem. Oh, gosh. Even yeah. when I see that those boats coming close, I'm like, oh, I brace myself. <laughs> All right. Our second news story. Orla- Orlando ranked number one for family vacations. In a recent travel and leisure magazine survey of America's favorite cities, Orlando ranked high in several categories, including being number one for family vacations. Other honors included number four in hotel options, Number seven for the best winter season, number eleven for best weather, and number twelve for best place to visit at Christmas time. Surprising, the number one city on the list to visit for Christmas time. Anybody have a guess? New York. I'd say New York City. No, it's that place in Michigan. Isn't there some Christmas town? 
Nope. Christmas, Florida. <laughs> no. No, you don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Number one on this list for best place to visit at Christmas time, San Antonio, Texas. Really? Oh. I, I was amazed. I bet the Riverwalk is really gorgeous. Oh, like, they probably put lights and who knows what else. It, so. Oh, San Antonio is a pretty city. Yeah. It's in the middle of the desert. Oh, shut up. Have you been? No. <laughs> exactly. I have been. <laughs> That was our first out of state date. So poor she's... Dustin today. But Dustin is San Antonio <laughs> holds a special place for me. Don't attack it. Not attack. He just said it was in the middle of the desert. It's a very, I mean, come on, it's a very dry climate. It I mean, is, you but know. it's a nice town. Well, the first Christmas took place in the middle of the desert too. So, <laughs> religion and politics. Orlando also ranked at the bottom of the list for several categories, including being number thirty-four out of thirty-five for historical sites. Number 35 out of 35 for residents being proud of their city. <laughs> well, there you go. We laughed. We have a Firestone station, that's a Firestone store that's a historic building. So it was built in the 40s. How old this is. And number 35 out of 35 for free attractions. <laughs> Yeah, well, oh, yeah. no, that's not our... We charge you to look at the 7 That is not our specialty. In addition, the destination ranked in the bottom half of several subcategories such as nightlife, culture, shopping, food and beverages, and quality of life. Overall, despite the high notes in vacations and hotel options, Orlando scored poor rankings in most of the categories. I don't know. I like living here. I like it. I like good here. shopping, and there's nightlife if you know where to look. Right. Yeah. If you yeah. If that's Look, your there thing. is a there is a dearth of culture. I'll, I'll say right. that. I mean, we're not exactly the cultural Orlando hub of the Science world. Science Center has a huge Star Wars event going on right now. So if you're coming in and you're a Star Wars fan, Orlando Science Center. I don't have any details about price or hours or any of that. I didn't think I was going to talk. But about there, this, therein, but therein lies my point that you know we have a culture. dearth of culture, yeah. and there it is. It's you know. But you know what? Place. We have other things that we don't advertise. Other cities advertise. It's been a couple of years, but the glass blower. Dale Chihuly. He's the guy who did, did um, the ceiling and the magic. He did the ceiling in the Bellagio Hotel. Mm-hmm. He does those wonderful glass works. Right. There was a huge, huge showing of his work at the Orlando um, Art Museum. But, I mean, no one ever knew about it. You really had to go look for that information. Right. So yeah. right. we don't, we're not really good about promoting that. Yeah, Orlando's full of things to do, but not necessarily, you know, we're not known for our food. We're a melting pot. We also like have, have the large food. food. But we so have some great food. We I have mean, some great food, but it's great not restaurants. It's not, we have the largest collection like of Tiffany glass anywhere at the the Morris Museum in, mm-hmm. in Winter Park. So I mean, but that's not something that's kind of blasted at tourists, right? No, and and and, and your point's well taken. Uh, you know, for me, I think it's coming from having grown up in, so close to New York City. Yeah, and that's hard know, for anybody to I compete know, with. I know, I know, but that's Except, what I miss. That's what I miss the most here. Living here is that. You know, the culture. The culture. And when we do see a Broadway play, a Broadway, you know, quote unquote caliber play, it's at the Bob Carr, which probably has the worst acoustics of any theater I've ever been in. It also has the worst seating. Oh, it's terrible. At, there's no center aisle in the theater. No. So the largest row we counted one day, I believe, is 60 seats across. It's so crazy. if you're in the middle. And you have to go to the bathroom. You're not going anywhere. Excuse me. Go before me. you get to sit down. <laughs> I hang out with so many people from the Northeast. I'm starting to lose my y'all, and it's starting to turn into you guys. Use, use. Yeah, we get teased when we go back to Louisiana. Really? Yeah, because we don't sound like this anymore. <laughs> Yeller. Thank God. Thank God for country, that. Though. That's not. Because yeah. if you do bring it back with you, we're going to tease you. Yeah, really. <laughs> and so will all of our listeners. 
All right, and our final news story. Eight-year-old receives painful dolphin bite at SeaWorld. A father managed to capture on camera the moment his daughter was bitten by a dolphin at SeaWorld in Orlando. Jillian Thomas, eight, was feeding fish to the animals at the popular tourist attraction when one dolphin jumped up and nipped her arm. She was left with bruising and teeth marks on her arm and hand. The video was posted by her parents on YouTube, quote, so others can make an informed decision about whether or not the risks to yourself or your child are worth the experience, end quote. Happens so rarely, though. Yeah. Do you want me to take this one? No, because I'm all around. Ready. I'm all, I am. I'm loaded. Okay. He even leaned forward. I yeah, did. Kevin's like <laughs> up in it. I've watched the video. Oh. And the father has posted, he's been interviewed by our news team. At this feeding thing, you buy fish in a, for the rest of the world who can't see my hands in a white paper French fry tray. Mm. For lack of a better word, yeah. For lack of a better word. Just so people, you know, it's about the size of the palm of your hand. And you are told when you purchase this not to pick up this tray. Leave There's the, other rules, too. Right. No jewelry. No don't jewelry. Make sudden movements. Uh, right. Don't pick up the tray. But the one thing they tell you over and over again is don't pick up this tray. There's a little lip so the dolphins can't see the tray. At the end of the video, the father was videoing his daughter feeding the dolphins. She lifts up the tray and waves it around, and the dolphin bites her hand. Now, the father has said, do you know that no one came over and told us again not to lift up the tray? And I thought, well, if she wasn't paying attention, it was your job as a parent to say, don't lift up the tray. Right. Right. And I don't blame the little girl. She was very excited about feeding the dolphins. But the fact that this is now on every YouTube channel, on every news outlet, throughout our local news. Did I'm you sure see they're it? They're playing the in slow motion. Right. They're the putting killer sound dolphin behind attacked it. the little girl. And what it really is about is, first of all, the question comes up, the political question, should dolphins be in captivity like this to be fed by tourists? That's a, that's a point to be made there. Uh, apparently, you're told over and over again not to pick up the tray. Again, this child is eight. She was very excited. Apparently, dolphins are her thing. But she lifted up the tray and waved the tray around, and the dolphin jumped up and tried to grab the tray. Mm. It was in her hand, and she got bit. The parents are saying that they're not doing this. However, on the news this morning, they did mention that it, it's been suggested that they contact a lawyer. Of course it now, is. They showed the little girl... Um, SeaWorld put Bactine. I didn't know they still named Bactine. <laughs> yes, they do. I even have some in my house. <laughs> I haven't heard that word or said that word since I was like 10, apparently. I didn't know it was still a thing. Um, they, the parents were upset that all they did was put Bactine. They had to ask for Band-Aids. And all right, SeaWorld didn't get all excited about it. You told, not, told you not to pick up the tray. Don't pick up the tray. But the parents have now said that, you know, they, it's been suggested that they contact a lawyer. So I'm sure we're going to hear about the killer dolphins and this poor little girl and how she's emotionally scarred for the rest of her life because she picked up the tray. I wonder if she still likes dolphins. Well, they actually interviewed the little girl and she thought there was no big deal about it. Right. She's, you know, yeah, because well, it's mom does, and dad. It's right. mom and dad making a big deal yeah. because they got dollar signs in their eyes. She actually says uh, in this thing, this, this part of the video is she prays every night that nothing bad happens to the dolphin. Right. That people oh, that's be, sweet. That's it sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah. But what this is, is this should have just been a story that they told at dinner parties. It, but now it's a YouTube video, and it's been, uh, you know, where it would suggested that we get a lawyer. Well, I got bit by a swan at Lake Yola. Can I sue them? Please do. I, it suggested that you get a lawyer. Do you have video that. of it? I did. No. <laughs> but they bit me. I'm really sorry. I, read, I, I watched the video, and I read this thing, and I thought... 
This is just. Remember how we just said the lady who got hurt at Disney World had a legitimate complaint? Sorry. Yeah, it doesn't sound. She uh, wasn't like, you know, dancing up on the. It's not like he grabbed her by the head and pulled her under. He bit her hand and immediately let go. So. I think to myself, okay. He probably realized, hey, it, that's not a fish. Right. I think if you see the video, it's exactly what it looks like. It almost looks like, have you ever heard your dog nip at you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to get a treat, and all of a sudden they realize, oh, no, that's flesh and bone. Right. Yeah. Right. And they sort of do that. That's exactly what it looks like. You yeah. What's your, it goes back to my problem. You've put animals in a situation where they don't necessarily belong. Yeah. And the same thing happened on a much grander scale with Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. You had an animal in an unnatural situation, and you tried to predict what that animal's going to do. Right, and you can't. And, you know, I, I, I'm torn because I love being able to go to SeaWorld and see these animals and appreciate these animals. But at the same time, you can't, especially like, you know, when you're looking at whales or dolphins, seeing them in captivity like that, you got to, I ask myself, you know, really, I mean, is this the best thing for them? And it's hard to, you know. This. There are people who say that zoos are actually good for the animals in the zoos because they, they got, might be more protected. They have sort of a higher know, level of care. No question right, about it. No right. question about it. But again, the but question becomes these aquatic animals. Is this really best for it's them? It's not natural for them. <laughs> I see the good, the, the good part of a zoo it increases awareness. It gives people a up close and personal yeah. experience. It makes it then puts that person thinking education about. But it also the most important thing is that it amuses me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amused by it. So put things in captivity to entertain me. I like but that. The downside is you've got an animal who then is in prison. Yeah, I like that basically. it puts a face on my meal. Yeah, when we went to the zoo, in, we went to the zoo in New Orleans, and when you see those cats just pacing back right. and forth, you know, in this yeah. small cage with the polar bear in um, SeaWorld, there's a, a a rub spot against the glass, right. and there's that path back and forth, and you think that's just an animal going crazy. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's all, you know, it's I can see the arguments on both sides. I can too. I, I'm know? a real fence sitter on this. Exactly. Exactly. But as far as this little girl, I think the little girl has the best idea. I hope nothing bad happens to the dolphin. Right. And she says, I picked up the tray. And I think that's So, yeah, where it's, it's the parents. Right. You know, it's the parents. It's what it comes down to. It comes down to the parents. And, you know, look, you know, no parent is perfect, and every parent makes mistakes. There's no question about that. And uh, that's all well and good. And that he put the video up so that people could see it. I've got no problem with that. When you start taking this to lawsuit land. And, now, uh, I, I just want to put in a allegedly. He said it's been suggested that we see, seek legal rep- representation. I don't know if they have. If they have I lot. don't know if this has gone further. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and told them I hope they bucked up. Now, it's, you know, the girls are right. Hopefully the dolphins are right. And hopefully the parents have common sense. So we'll see. All right, that'll do it for the news. Thank you very much, John. We will move on to Roundtable Rapid Fire. We're going to start with Corey. Great. There are a few new things being added this year to the Flower and Garden Festival. One that I'm really excited about is the food kiosk will be added around the world showcase. Um, that will fe- uh, The chefs will have special menus. That's going to be a, a nice thing being added to the, to the Flower and Garden. It really does sort of beef up the yeah. whole thing. No puns intended. Yeah. <laughs> Also, the, the topiaries in front of the park will be Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy having a cookout. A 14-foot-tall Goofy will have an anniversary cake celebrating the festival's 20th year. 
illuminated gardens and after dark enhancement will be given to some of the topiaries and gardens which i thought was neat mm, because yeah. once that sun goes down you know they have those spotlights shining on them but it might be neat if they're lit one of the interactive play areas is going to be near test track it's going to be based on radiator springs it'll feature lightning mcqueen and mater topiaries the second interactive play area which i think is going to be really neat uh is going to be themed around oz the great and powerful will feature a circus-themed area with red and white tents. Offer carnival games and photo ops. The Land of Oz play area will be filled with bubbles and play equipment covered in giant flowers. You can even see Oz's crashed hot air balloon. The Oz movie garden will be full of unusual plants inspired by the Land of Oz. They will also have Mike and Sully topiaries around Future World. Phineas and Ferb topiaries will be behind Spaceship Earth. Okay, is anyone else stunned? Oh, it's amazing. That they're that they're finally changing up, flower and garden. I'm, this actually yeah. makes me excited to go it see is. it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's exciting. Makes me excited to go see it. That you know, because how many times do we walk through flower and garden, right. food and wine? It's like, oh dear lord they almighty! They even use the same topiaries, and I say to them, yes. to Kevin all the time, I'm like, well, I know I'm going to come around the corner, and there's going to be well, Cinderella dancing. Dancing right? yeah. better than the cardboard cutouts. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> You're right. It is better than the cardboard cutouts. No, I'm happy that they're doing it. But um, uh, you know what? Good. Good for them. That I, that really excites me yeah. about Flower and Garden, which I don't normally get very excited about. There's a lot of space around the World Showcase to do stuff in addition to the topiaries. And the, these food kiosks will be great. And I'll tell you something. If they can turn this, if they can turn that food kiosk thing, if they can really integrate that well with the whole Flower and Garden, I think they could end up creating another food and wine for themselves. And if they can do that, it's a stroke of mm-hmm. brilliance. I agree. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Can't wait to see that. Yeah. When's the first uh, Flower and Garden? Oh, I don't. Let me see. I hope they do it starts, something. It good usually in, starts in March. March. Yeah. I hope they do something good with the United States this time. There's so much room back there. There is. I know. The it's usually right at the, about towards the beginning or middle of March. Um, and if you want opinion, don't go the first week. Flower and Garden gets better. As, exactly. As the flowers fill in. It's March 6th through May 19th. March 6th, wow. Specific. Did awesome. they talk about what food's going to be served in the kiosk? No, it's just, is I'm it sure they're still like, working on the, is it gonna be stuff uh, the that's menus. stuff grown there? I'm hoping that that's what they're going to do. That's what I told Corey last night. I'm hoping it's like butterfly sandwiches. <laughs> butterfly sandwiches. <laughs> but the Epcot chef, John has a whole, John has this whole... Uh, Trauma around the butterflies. I hate it. Like and there's a, people in Epcot pushing him into the butterflies. But they put it like, right in the way, and you have to go either through it or walk all the way around. And I think that's just wrong. I think we should tie him into a wheelchair, <laughs> wheel him in there, leave him. John has pushed the wheelchair through the butterfly exhibit, and I remember my mother going, "Slow down!" His hair would be flapping in the breeze. <laughs> Maybe there'll be butterflies. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Corey. Mrs. Martin. All right. So the Hard Rock Hotel is bringing back Velvet Unplugged. February 14th will be the first one at 8 p.m. And it's going to be Carl Dixon. He's from the Guess Who. Um, he's going to perform such yeah, hits like, as... He certainly is. I'm going to let people write it themselves. How many guesses do I get? <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to perform hits such as These Eyes, No Time, American Woman, and No Sugar Tonight. Okay, I know okay, those I know those. Yeah, I do too. So the event's free from the further standing section. Um, you can reserve a table for $30. Um, that would be a table for two, $50 for a table for four, 
This includes complimentary first round of drinks and self or valet parking. Um, if you don't do a table and you're just going to do the free standing room, self parking is $5 and valet is 10 407-503-2402 for reservations and more information or velvetsessions.com. That's the only act they've announced. Yes, it is. I went to their actual website to look and see, but I have to tell you, they had Soul Asylum in October, and you guys, I don't know if you know who yeah, they are. Yeah, of course. I love Soul they were Asylum, a great yeah. band, and I really wish we had seen them. They usually but. announce them a month ahead of time. I don't, they probably don't want to do the whole calendar, so people are picking and choosing. Yeah. Right. Because I'm sure they're going to have you know um, a normal date in January, but they haven't announced who it is yet. Right. Well, they, they don't want people count. Yeah, they've only announced the Velvetum. Charl- Carl Chadwick. Dixon. Mm-hmm. Dixon. Brett Michaels. <laughs> Dixon Chadwick, whatever it is. It's the guess who. All right, thank you, Julie. Mr. Close. Uh, tables in Wonderland prices are going to increase. For Florida resident or um, for annual pass holders, the price is going from seventy-five to one hundred dollars. And for still worth it, mm-hmm. still worth it. And for other folks, it's going up to DVC and uh, Florida residents who don't have an annual pass. It's going up to one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Still worth it. I think they know it's worth it. Still. That's why they raised yep, it. Yep, they're going to keep pushing it up and pushing it up. But yeah, I agree. But you know, if you eat if you eat on property as much as we do, Absolutely. I'm telling you. I mean, in a month, I've paid for it. It also you get valet parking. Valet mm-hmm. parking with it. You can't underestimate the value of that. It's sixteen dollars a clip. It includes now, alcohol. Um, right. One of the things that it ju- it does include discounts yeah. on alcohol. We got our BR guest res- uh, reservation through Tables in Wonderland. Tables in Wonderland offers special events, but they just recently took the Sunday night before the final opening of Be Our Guest and all of the reservations from 4 o'clock until park closing were specifically for Tables in Wonderland. See, they'll guests. do stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great program. It's one of the... Uh one of the perks of living here and being an annual pass holder. Now, you can get a second card for a family member or someone living, a domestic partner, for half the price. Right. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Kevin. John? I actually didn't have a rapid fire until Slacker. earlier today yeah. when Disney Cruise Line dropped the bomb. <laughs> yes, they did. Thank you for not doing it next week, Disney. Oh, uh, please. <laughs> you know what? Okay. So what happened was they announced 2014 itineraries, uh, first half of the year through August for most sailings. No big surprises. Uh, three and four nights out of Port Canaveral on the Dream. There's a couple of Disney Magic sailings on those. The Fantasy doing Eastern and Western with the Western, a couple of Western sailings going to Jamaica. And the Wonder will be stationed in Miami for some Bahamian cruises. But uh, Four and five nights on the Wonder. However, this is a busy week. Okay, not just for us, because we have podcast crews coming up. There's a giant press yep. event going on mm-hmm. in yes. Fantasyland. They love to do this. I'm, I'm sorry, but this really messes with everybody. It does. I'm, not pretty, sure does. I, I'm pretty sure they wait till they know we're going away. They it seems to be podcast that way, crews 3.0. We walked into your Adventures by Disney uh, meet, and sure enough... Guess was, what? They released 2013 yeah, or the, the remainder of 2013. Right, yeah, they have a 2013 get released. Grabbed my laptop, went up to the cove. I have heard that, for what it's worth, the remainder of 2014 won't be released until February now. I don't know how true that, that is. That would be is. any specialty sailings and things like right, that. Right, Because right. they're working on other sailings. But, but you know, take that with a grain of salt. I don't know that for sure. All right. Thank you very much for that, John. Thank you, everyone. That will do it for this segment We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, 
Have a great Christmas. 